<laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> this this life's crazy. You got to be crazy. To, you got to be a psychopath to succeed or something. Because it's so hard otherwise if you're a nice guy. But whatever. Like, Okay, so... Oh, my God. So, I'm going to start with New York. New York is an awesome city. The energy is far better than Chicago or L.A. I don't give a fuck what anyone says and who disagrees. The energy of New York City is like... You're just happy even if you're poor. Like, I knew I was going to run out of money while I was there. And I wasn't even depressed about it. I'm like, yeah, but it's New York. Who cares? Have fun. Like, just... There's 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 too many people, but it's like... The flow of the people is cool. Like, I, I know a lot of people have been there, whatever, but... So there's that. But the funniest part is the living situation in New York. So, like, we rented, like, an Airbnb, and it was two-bedroom, and it was two-bathroom. And... um, Like, the first couple nights, because my brother Peter and his wife Alyssa weren't didn't arrive yet... I slept in a normal bed, so I got good sleep then. So then I had to move to a blow-up mattress inside, basically that was half inside a closet, half not. And of course my parents, you know, being Elmer's folk, they thought it was hilarious how I was sleeping, and I was making jokes about it, you know, how, like, I fucking slept unconventional for so goddamn long, like, I, I don't even, like, it doesn't even phase me anymore and they thought they were kind of drunk and they thought that was funny when I was they just they were happy I had a sense of humor about the living situation you know because I gave up a bed to sleep on an uncomfortable air mattress so it's like so then like halfway through the night the fucking air mattress just deflates and I'm like like my back is hurting laying on the con or not concrete but like the wooden floor uh and so I moved to a couch, and it's just like, I, my dad just got such a kick out of that, that that had happened, you know. It's just fucking hilarious. But uh, th this thing that just happened, when I came back to Illinois, is I got to get into this. This is even more fucking hilarious. So, like, okay, it's like, since COVID, and I know this real well because I've been, you know, stuck in retail for all these fucking years. Um, like, like, uh breaking a bigger bill like a 50 or a hundred is like now a problem for people and it has been since covid don't care what anyone says i know what's up not just because i work in retail because i've had multiple experiences with dramatic hundred dollar bill breakings and then i've had ones that have been really easy so you just never know but it's like so so this guy drops or picks me up at o'hare and drives me all the way back to my buddy's place and all I have is a hundred dollar bill and the guy like flips out on me about like you should have told me you only had a hundred before I picked you up and I'm like what and, and I'm thinking cab driver this isn't even an uber or a lyft this is because I only do cash now because all my accounts have been hacked and this and this and this and I only trust cashing my check at the currency exchange at this point in life because Everything else is too fucking insane. So, so I, th I think people don't even like cash anymore. And they want you to pay by debit card or credit card. That's what they want.
because most people do. But like I said, I'm one of the few that like has had problems with that. Not one of the few. Many people have been hacked and scammed. But I'm one of the few that have been multiply hacked and scammed. Like where every card I get gets fucking compromised. No matter if it's a net spent card or I open a real bank account or what. It all fucking gets compromised one way or the other. I don't know what's going on, okay? Like, I maybe in the beginning I was naive trying to get rich and I gave out some info but I stopped doing that so it's like you know I don't know like what the fuck is going on with that but I have to use cash from here on out like that's where I'm at cash so it's crazy but I feel like cash is safer for me so that's what I do and then and then I don't have like an online account so it's not as easy when 800 women I need money I need you know and they hit you up on Instagram and fucking TikTok and fucking Snapchat and fucking uh WhatsApp they hit you up on all those I need money so it's easier if you just use cash you're like sorry don't have a debit card can't send anything over cash app sorry so like it's easier with that too you know whatever but like but yeah this guy was so pissed it was just like it was like I come back to Illinois and right away I piss off the cab driver. I'm like, this is fucking hilarious. Like, back in Illinois, like where everybody's miserable. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Oh, I'm not staying here for long. I'm being a drifter. I don't fucking care, dude. I'm. I want to be a. Okay. Also, this one, that one crazy bitch that I did the fucking episode about. That's like threatening the FBI. She will not stop talking to me either. Like I literally left her alone for days. And she kept messaging. And so I'm just going to fucking. Because women love fucking money. Like I'm just going to buy her her 50. She wants a $50 vanilla Visa card or whatever. So I told her look bitch. You need to calm the fuck down. Because she tracked my address, okay, to my parents' house. I'm not making this shit up. She, I have it on my phone. She tracked my address already. So this bitch is not playing. I, at first I thought she was playing. But she's not playing. So fucking, I'm just going to buy the $50 gift card on Friday when I get paid. And just like get done with this. Like I fucked up. I'm never sending a nude or a dick pic or anything ever again. I've learned my fucking lesson, but, like, dude, like, some of these women are just real crazy. They want to put you in prison. Not just jail. They want to put you in prison. for. And I, didn't even, I don't even know this chick. And I, I have no ties with her. And I've never met her or anything. And already, I'm going to get the FBI after you. You're like, what? So I'm just going to fucking give in and give her a $50 gift card. And she goes, the case is dropped. That was one of the last things she said. And I'm like, you're going to fucking make me... I swear to God, women want guys to catch cases these days. I swear to fucking God. I'm not making this shit up. Because I talked to another guy, and he warned me too. He goes, bro, pay her off. Because she'll fuck you up. And I'm like, alright, I better just come down from my cloud nine and be like, it's 50 bucks for my freedom, so I'll just never... If somebody asks for something, I'm ne- I'm gonna block them right away from here. On. Like I've learned, so it's like, and it only cost me fifty bucks, so that's not a horrible lesson. So it's like yeah, that's true. So I'm just looking at the positives. It is what it is. But w- some women 
are money-hungry, crazy bitches, you guys. I'm not saying all of them, but a lot of them are money-hungry, crazy bitches. And they will do anything in their power to make you uncomfortable enough and vulnerable enough um, to make you send them money. And they will threaten you and they will do this. And I, everybody could say this is a made-up thing, but I don't think it's a made-up thing. I think this bitch is serious. She she wants to get the FBI after me for sending her a nude because she claims... Now, I haven't looked this up yet because I've been enjoying my Thanksgiving, or trying to anyways, in New York. And it's, it was wonderful, by the way. But she claims there's a new law that you can't send nudes to people and you can get arrested for that. And then another guy told me there is a law about that, that it's a newly passed law. So I didn't know about it, and I got caught. So it's like, I didn't get caught, but I'm saying, like, I could get caught. So she has evidence against me now. So I'm like, even though she sent me a nude first, and I would never do anything to her picture, I would never report it. You know, I'm not like that. But she is, I guess. So it's like, whatever. Like, I'm just going to pay her off and move on with life and forget about... And just never fucking take that kind of picture ever. Always have some kind of clothes on, you know, because then they can't, nobody can do shit. So it's like, oh my God, these, this world's crazy. This is a good episode though. Yeah. So fuck it. But, um, <laughs> everybody just wants to put everybody in the, everybody either wants to make everyone homeless or behind bars these days. It's real. Not everybody, but a lot of people like. There's some bad people out there that want to fuck you up for no reason. Oh, she threatened my, the podcast, too. And she threatened that I would I would get fired from my job, too. Because the FBI would take care. She, I, This is all she said. So I don't, you know, I, this is all her her words. But, yeah, she's, she's the second person that's wanted to try to take down the podcast since I've started it. Which is crazy that people want to sabotage this. Because I did, I, it's all about me going through hell. And then you want to sabotage my fucking sob story of a podcast? Like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't care, dude. This shit's going strong. And it's getting to fucking XM, Sirius XM. I noticed the, 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 the girl who I'm working with finally read my email. So she was probably just busy with other people. It is what it is. You have to wait your turn in this life. It sucks dick, but you do. You know, I, see, I noticed she finally read my email about how I'm still interested and I want to move forward with Audio Go and Sirius and Pandora. And, you know, I noticed she read it recently. She hasn't responded, but fucking at least she read it. So it's like, goddamn, that took like a week for her to read. Crazy. So that'll happen next year. That's fine. But... I'm going to blow this thing up because fucking that's the only thing you can do in life. Everything these days is like jobs don't pay enough and this and and the only jobs that are available and now hiring are all poverty level jobs mainly anyways. So it's like such a scam. But like, you know, you have to do outside things outside. You have to put yourself out there, even if it means like you might go to fucking prison. I swear to God, you have to put yourself out there like because fuck it, you know. So at any rate, what else do I have to say? New York was amazing. Like, I love that place. I, I can't believe I'm back in Elmhurst now, Illinois, and there's nobody out in New York, New York. There's people out all night long, even on a Sunday night. When other cities are inside in bed already or depressed or 
anxiety ridden or what about Monday? In New York, they're just out partying. They don't get the coasts. Okay, this is this is what I had the thoughts I had while I was like standing outside my Airbnb smoking weed like in New York. I'm like the coast, the east and the west coast don't give a fuck. The problem with the Midwest is that people say they don't give a fuck here, but they give a fuck. And that's my final conclusion about the East Coast, the West Coast, and the Midwest. Because people give a fuck in the Midwest still too much about everything. And out West and out East, they don't fucking care. And I'm not sure about the South. I haven't been to the South enough. But fucking the East and the West Coast, I've been enough now. And, like, they don't care what you do out there, dude. They're not worried about you. They're fucking worried about themselves. Which is good. It's like a different kind of selfish. The Midwest, people fucking want to get in your business or you want to get in their business. That's fucked up. So it's like, I swear to God, if you think I'm wrong, then comment on this, you know, podcast. But fucking, I don't think I'm wrong. I think the Midwest gives a fuck too much. And the East and the West Coast don't give a fuck. That's what I think about the United States. And every time I go to one of the coasts, I'm reminded of that. And I come to that realization again. I'm like, damn, you could do whatever you want in New York City. Even in Manhattan, the ritzy part. You could do whatever the fuck you want. Because nobody cares. Because they're so involved in what they're doing. They're not watching what you're doing. It's like, what? But it's good. It's not like, it's not like a, I don't give a fuck about you like cold-hearted shit. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of that on the coast too. But I'm just saying like... That's everywhere, but I'm just saying, like, they just don't care about, they're not, they're not, there's, there's like less busybodies on the coasts, and there's more busybodies in the Midwest. There's every kind of person everywhere, but I just noticed these pat, like, dude, no one cares what you do in New York. They're not worried about that. They're worried about making their money or closing their deal or fucking going out to a killer restaurant or going to a killer bar. That's what they're worried about. They're not worried about you and what you're up to. Even the cops, they don't even care out there. And and that's what I noticed in San Francisco and San Diego, too. They just don't fucking care. And Oregon, Oregon, I was standing there with a fucking homeless sign trying to beg for money. And, like, a cop came by with a bullhorn and goes, like, they don't even care on the coasts. They think it's a joke. But in the Midwest... They take everything too seriously. So the longer you stay in the Midwest, the more down and depressed. I get it. I fucking get it now after all these years. But I have been saying this shit for all these years too. So I've gotten it for a long time. I'm not trying to single out one part of the country. I'm just saying that's how it really is. Like the Midwest, you get too serious and caught up. When you go to the East or West Coast, you can loosen up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, the Midwest, you get too serious and caught up on bullshit, and you don't even concentrate on your own life sometimes. Yeah, I've noticed that about the Midwest versus the East and the West Coast. Just interesting shit. And again, just my opinion and my perspective, that's it. It could be wrong, it could be right, I don't give a fuck, but I'm just saying, that's how I feel. (coughs) Let me take a hit of weed. So, <coughs> oh, I'm big. Oh, it's killer. 
<coughs> I left weed. I left a bag at my buddy's place. I left even a couple nugs that I didn't want to take on the plane at my parents' house. So I, I don't even have to buy weed when I, you know, I can be broke. I'm going to have a little money, whatever, left. But, I mean, yeah, it went fast in New York. But the cab thing was just hilarious. I was like, dude, you're a cab driver and you don't have a pocket full of fucking cash? I mean, I know it's 2020 and everybody uses debit cards, but you would think out of all people, a cab driver would have... <coughs> so, like, I don't know, the, the cab ride was like 40-some bucks. And he gave me, like, he had like 55 back. So I'm just like, dude, just give me that. I don't care, man. I need to get home. Like, I don't give a sh- I, I said in the cab, I fucking hate money. Like, in the cab, I said I fucking hate money because it causes problems. So, <coughs> but, like, I just can't believe I pissed off my cab driver back in Illinois. Because they get too caught up here. I even said, I'm like, can you just drive me to 7-Eleven and I'll tip you better? And I'll go break this if that's easier for you? And he's like, you're wasting my time some, like, Russian or... Ukrainian weirdo, you're wasting my time, and I'm like, okay, but you should have change in your fucking car for the uh, the occasional cash payer, even in 2020, I don't give a shit, dude, and I'm sick of my registers at work, like, people, people are gonna pay with hundred dollar bills, it is what it is, and then you, you have to give back, like, you have like two 20s in the register, and like, you have to give a bunch of 10s and 5s, and then the customer's kind of like, what the fuck is all this change? Like, you know, I mean, it's bullshit when they buy like a $2 item with a $100 bill. That's fucking bullshit. But when they have like $30, $40 worth of shit, there's nothing wrong with using a $100 bill. And that's the thing. This cab ride was $40, you know, plus I was going to tip him at least 5 10 bucks for getting me back real quick. And, you know, so th- there's like 50 bucks right there of the ride so it's like you don't have fifty dollars like that's not even that bad of a break on a hundred i don't these people are crazy like i I, and they and they always make you feel like like a guilt trip about what you did especially in the midwest i don't care who disagrees with me dude the midwest makes you feel so fucking guilty for something you people claim you did or whatever like, or you did, or whatever. Like, they, they make you feel so fucking guilty here. I don't know if it's, like, the way families raise their kids in here, but it's just, like, they make you feel so fucking guilty for, like, making a mistake. Yeah. And that doesn't happen on the coast as much. I swear to... I'm not saying it doesn't happen. Everything happens everywhere in the whole fucking world at this point. But different cities do have different things. It is what it is. I don't know. Oh, well. I'm going to go back in my buddy's place, but... (coughs) Between the living situation in New York and this cab driver, like, I can't believe I'm fucking home in one piece. And I'm, like, functioning. And I'm, like, happy. And I'm, like, positive. Like, that's crazy. But I, I don't know. It was not easy. Like, it's... Like, I'm glad my sister loves New York, and I'm so fucking happy for her. But it's like, dude, like, I don't drink anymore. Like, I don't go to bars anymore. I don't go to clubs anymore. I don't do any of that shit anymore. 
So it's like, it's awkward for me to go into a bar at this point as someone that has over two years sobriety from alcohol, you know, like it's fucking and and I'm not, I'm not trying to like be selfish about it cause it's their life too. And they haven't been through rehab yet and they haven't been fucking to an AA meeting or they haven't been to an outpatient program or whatever, help me, whatever. You know, but like at the same time, you're like, dude, like I have to sit here and drink a Coke while you get all fucking social and with your alcohol, you know, and it's just like, I can't fucking take, like, that's where I hate the holidays. Like, I love the holidays still. Like, it was fucking great spending time with my siblings because we're, we're obviously, we're all busy people and we don't get to see each other a ton. You know, especially my siblings that live away from Illinois. I I don't even text them much, you know. Like, we don't even have that kind of relationship. I mean, we have a, a good relationship when we see each other. But we're not, like, texting each other. I mean, they all are. Like, my brother Mike, David, Peter, and Katie are all texting. Because they're all in the same age range. And I'm not using that as an excuse. I'm just saying, like, it's true. Like, they're all, like, in their 30s. And I'm the do- older dude in my 40s. You know, it's like, whatever. I mean, like, I've never fit into this fam. I mean, they love me. I mean, even my my brother's son, you know, like, they were saying, like, oh, he, we can't wait. He was saying, like, oh, we can't wait for Uncle Matt to come. Like, so they love me, dude, and they accept me. But it's just, like, and I accept them, and I love them. I'm just saying, like, outside of, like, family gatherings and shit, we don't, like, talk a shit ton. Like, whether that's good or bad, I don't know. But it is, I'm just saying how it is, like, I'm not saying anything like negative about anyone or anything positive about anyone. I'm just saying how it is, but I don't know. It's just like, (laughs) but I mean, they don't care that I, you know, my siblings don't give a shit that I smoke. My sister smokes a bunch of weed too, you know, like, so she doesn't, she had gummies in her fucking apartment. We had some today. It was great, you know, but it's like, uh, I don't know, like, I just, I mean, I'm grateful I'm still accepted into this family, but at the same time, it's like, fuck, man, like, you don't know how I always feel, and, like, I don't really have what you have, you know, and I'm not trying to compare, but I'm just saying, it it is hard when you're poor, like, (laughs) and you go to New York, and you come back, you know, I mean, I I already told my parents, I'm like, look, I'm coming over there for meals this week, because... Fucking, I don't have much money left from until Friday for my check. But I did, I mean, I managed to save a whole hundred to come home because I don't drink and I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. And I'm, I'm somewhat more of a responsible person on that level. So, uh, yeah, I saved a hundred while I was in New York. I was actually pretty impressed, but that's hard to do in these times. I mean, granted, I'm not paying for much while I'm out there, but... But I paid for my weed and I paid for all my drinks for the most part. You know, I didn't pay for a lot of food, but hey, that's for the people that make better money to pay for. (laughs) I don't give a shit, man. Yeah. So whatever. It is what it is. I don't know. I just can't wait to. I just, I think. I think I just want to work and travel for the rest of my life. 
Because I get so energized when I go somewhere else away from Illinois. Like, I just get so fucking energized. And, like, I just lose all, like, a lot of my depression that I have in the Midwest. I just lose it when I go somewhere else. It's just, I don't worry about what I've been through. I look at, uh, there's more opportunities down the road instead of, I've been through too, when I'm in Illinois, I'm like, I've been through too much. And then I go somewhere else and, like, nah, I don't care what I've been through. So what? It, the attitude shifts. So it's strange, but I don't fucking know. It is what it is. At any rate, I think that's all I got for right now. Uh, This is Matt for Crazy Life Stories on Anchor Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, and a lot of other various platforms, soon to be Pandora, XM Radio, Sirius XM Radio, and Audio Go which are bigger platforms, so that's positive that I'm moving this in the right direction. And it takes time, and it takes a while to get noticed and all this bullshit. So it is what it is. I'm just being patient with the podcast, so I'll work at Whole Foods until I I can't, I don't have to anymore. You know, it is what it is. So at least I got a job where people like me, bro. That's even hard to do these days, so um, I'm grateful. It doesn't pay a lot, but I'm grateful that fucking i i can go in a building and they they're like matt you do an awesome job like you you have a positive attitude while you're here you you uplift the store the store morale you know when i heard all that i was like man i do a lot there and that's cool because i have a lot of experience in this field so that's why i'm good you know like there's no other reason (laughs) so at any rate you guys have a great sunday night i know it's almost monday now fuck it's almost midnight um, I don't fucking know. It's just been a crazy, I hope you all had safe, you know, somewhat safe Thanksgivings and everything's cool. And, uh, you know, you ate a lot and that's good. I mean, my, my brother and his wife prepared, you know, and from New York, not from New York, but they live in New York. Uh, they prepared an amazing Thanksgiving for us. And like, even they have two kids as distractions and they still fucking prepared like an amazing meal and I'm grateful for all that I'm grateful I was able to go because I'm not always able to go on the Bennett trips because <laughs> I'm poor and or I can't get the time off work or this or this or this but I'm, I was great I'm grateful when I can go on these trips and see my siblings like even though I feel like a fish out of water because I don't make as much money as them and I've been homeless and they haven't and I, I've tried art and they really haven't. I mean, my brother Peter used to play violin, but and he was pretty good too. Whatever, but uh, you know, I still feel like a fish out of water around these people, even though I know they love me and I love them. It's just one of those artist feelings, I guess, or whatever kind of feeling. Just different experience. It doesn't even have to be artist. Just different life experience feelings. I don't know. It is what it is. So. Anyway, this is Matt for Crazy Life Stories. I know I said it once on uh, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and other various platforms. You guys have a great week, and uh, let's get through the rest of these holiday, this holiday season without, uh, you know, getting mad at each other and, and whatever, letting our egos get the best of each other or whatever. Let's just try, guys. I don't know. It's really hard. I get it. Everything's really hard right now. It's hard not to be angry. It's hard not to be fed up in this, even in America. It's hard not to be fed up and, and angry and, and, and pissed off. But 
you got to have some kind of joy and love and positivity in you still, even though you're angry and pissed off and fed up and, you know, feel like you've just been fucked over your whole life. <laughs> like, because basically we have. So, um, at any rate, you guys have a great night. Peace. Bye.